Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. Have you tried peanut with your baby yet? So intact nuts and thick globs of nut butters are choking hazard for babies. So we can't do that, but we do need to get peanut protein into your baby early and often to help lower the risk of peanut allergy down the road. So my favorite way to do peanut for baby lead weaning is using the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs. Now, these are not those little starchy puffs that earlier eaters can't pick up, the ones you see at the grocery store in the container that oftentimes contain added sugar, sodium, and refined grains. No, the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs have no added sugar. They're about the size of your adult pinky finger, which is the perfect length for baby lead weaning. So I have students and parents always asking about like different puffs. I saw one today that a mom asked me about. It had three different allergens in it, which makes no sense because you can't observe for a reaction if your baby is trying three new allergenic foods at once. How do you know which of the ingredients is causing the reaction? The only potential allergenic ingredient in the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs is peanut. You can get 15% off of Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs if you use my affiliate discount code BABYLED. So head to puffworks.com and enter that code BABYLED, L-E-D, at checkout. And good luck to you guys trying peanut. So the benefit of fat extends even well beyond mouthfeel and the provision of nutrition, right? Offering fatty foods like those fatty cuts of meat, when that fat liquefies and it lubricates the protein strands of the meat, it's actually making it safer for your baby to swallow. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby-led weaning. Hey guys, welcome back. Today we're talking about fat, and in particular, what type of oil is best for baby-led weaning. Now, when it comes to fat, fat sometimes gets a bad rap, but there's absolutely no reason to fear fat. And in fact, we want to be adding fat to our baby's foods for a couple of reasons. So hang tight in today's episode, I'll be sharing what my favorite types of fat are and how I use them when cooking for baby led weaning. Now, what is the benefit of having added fat in your baby's foods? As you guys know, when you start out with solid foods, there's very little actual eating that's going on. There's Babies need a lot of time to learn how to eat, but it's a good idea for us to get in the habit of adding the right sort of nutrition to our baby's food. And fat is very important for your baby's still developing brain. So we are first interested in offering fat for a brain health standpoint, but also fat is important from a safe swallowing standpoint, especially when we're talking about foods that have a tendency to be more on the dry side, certain cuts of meat or certain types of whole grain foods. Adding fat actually equates to increased moisture in the food. So fat, especially in the sense of protein, right? Think about Let's talk about some sort of a meat product. Maybe you're serving your baby some kind of shredded pork. Okay, you're doing a pork butt or a pork shoulder roast. If you're adding additional fat, and that's actually a fatty cut, so we don't even need to add fat to that. So if you pick the fattier cuts of meat, when they have the fat in there, that fat, when you cook it and it liquefies, 
That liquid fat lubricates the protein strands of the meat and actually provides more moisture, making it easier and therefore safer for your baby to swallow foods like meats, for example, and whole grains. So fat can help us from a brain health standpoint. Fat can help from a safe swallow standpoint. And then from a nutrition standpoint, we know that fat is a very important source of energy or calories. Okay, fat is very energy dense, meaning in a very small amount of food, it provides a lot of energy. And early on, that's not really that important because of course, baby's gonna be getting most of their nutrition from breast milk or formula. But as your child becomes more proficient in feeding themselves, they're gonna, as weaning takes off, they're gonna be getting more nutrition from food, getting less nutrition from infant milk. And we wanna make sure that we're getting that appropriate mix of fat and carbohydrate and protein from foods. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and works with your lifestyle as a parent or caregiver. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on the journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. And getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. And I think this is particularly true for parents. I know firsthand how you can feel torn between your old, baby-free, carefree self and this new, very challenging role of parenting a small person. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding, as well as talking through, things that can help you know what you want or why you react the way you do. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month today. So what sort of fats work well for baby led weaning? To start this part of the conversation off, I just want to let you know there's no wrong fats. Whatever fat your family uses in your house can very likely work well for baby led weaning. So don't feel like you need to go out and buy a special type of fat. And in fact, you can take a look in your own pantry, in your own cabinet, your own kitchen, you know, what sort of fats and oils are you already using? Sometimes people ask about butter. I definitely will use butter for baby led weaning with two caveats there. Always go for unsalted butter, right? Because our goal is to minimize added salt and sugar. And then I also want to make sure that the baby's already been exposed to cow's milk protein a number of times on their own without reaction before I'll start mixing butter into lots of foods, right? Because butter is a dairy food with the cow's milk protein, which is a potentially allergenic food. It's fine for babies to have. We want baby to get exposure to that protein early and often, but we do just want to remember to kind of take a little bit of caution when we're introducing new foods. When it comes to the allergenic foods, we want to build in a little pad there to observe for any potential reaction. And that mention of the dairy consideration, that's really only applicable if you're exclusively breastfeeding, because of course, if you're feeding formula, your child's already been exposed to cow's milk protein. You know they're not allergic to it, so go ahead and have some fun with that butter if you want. Now, as far as cooking oils go, there's a few oils that if people are like, well, I don't have any oil in my house, which one should I buy? I love avocado oil for baby led weaning for a number of reasons. Okay, avocado oil has a very high smoke point. You'll probably notice we end up kind of frying a lot of foods, especially whole grains into little fritters that we can cut into strips that babies can pick up and feed themselves. What sort of oil do we use for frying? I like one with a high smoke point that doesn't get accurate or it's not gonna burn. And avocado oil is a great one. It's one of the highest smoke points. Avocado oil and peanut oil for smoke points are my two preferred oils. Other benefits of avocado oil. There's the high smoke point. There's also a very mild flavor profile. It's not overwhelming. So your baby is learning to taste the flavor of the food and not the fat. 
In addition to that, I like avocado oil because it's got a nice, healthy fat profile, right? It's primarily unsaturated fats. And I don't want you to be splitting hairs over how much saturated and unsaturated fat your child's having, but it is a good idea to tend towards the more unsaturated fatty acids long-term from a heart health standpoint. Um, we know that those are more beneficial than the saturated fatty acids. So I love avocado oil. I do like peanut oil also for frying. I'll use any of the other unsaturated fats. I, I like olive oil if I'm just cooking. You can't use olive oil, of course, in every application. Whatever, if you're using corn oil or if you're using you know any of the different sorts of oils really can work well for baby led weaning if you're already using them in your household. My phone is bursting at the seams with photos of our kids. And over the years, I've tried all sorts of different ways to store and share them with family members. So for a while, I would just text out pictures to the grandparents. And then we tried a shared photo album, but some people were using Google Photos and others preferred Facebook Messenger for pictures. And the more kids we had, the messier it got. Then I stumbled across the Family Album app. The Family Album app was created to give parents a secure and easy way to share photos and videos with loved ones. It's a totally secure, personal haven for your family's memories. I love that there's no third-party ads, no unwanted eyes, and it's totally free. No more scrolling through endless feeds or searching folders to find the picture of the kid that you need right now. Another cool feature about the Family Album app is you can order eight free photo prints every month to be delivered to your home which if you think about how quickly your baby is changing, it's really nice to have some tangible pictures to hold onto or share to document the last month of your baby's life. If you're looking to level up your photo sharing and organization game with a secure, one-stop, easy-to-use photo organization app, head over to the App Store, search Family Album, download the Family Album app, and start creating a legacy of love one photo at a time. I do get a lot of questions about coconut oil. You know, there was a period there, not, not so much recently, but I would say five or 10 years ago where coconut oil had this like massive, you know, I would call it undeserved health halo where everyone thought coconut oil was like, I'm just gonna slather coconut oil on all my food and now I'm super healthy. And coconut oil is primarily saturated fat, okay? And we know that saturated fats have the tendency to raise our bad the LDL cholesterol levels. Again, not so much a concern early on in infancy. However, we just don't wanna get in the habit of, offering tons of high saturated fat foods and having baby get accustomed to that. So a little bit of coconut oil in moderation, if you like the way it tastes or you would use it for other stuff, but I don't want you to think that there's any like added on health benefit from coconut oil because there certainly is not. Now, when it comes to how much fat or can babies have too much fat, you know, if you're offering a variety of foods, okay, and I have a hundred first foods list where we offer five different foods a week using my five step feeding framework. And each week we choose one new fruit, one new vegetable, one new starchy food, one new protein food, and one new allergenic food. If you're doing that week in and week out, so five new foods a week, 20 foods a month, in five months, your baby has tried 100 foods, you're naturally going to be gravitating towards a variety of different fatty foods, different protein-containing foods, different carbohydrate-containing foods. Oils are unique in the sense that they're 100% fat. There's not a lot of foods that we offer that are 100% fat, okay? It's oil or butter, basically. And having said that, there's no other carbohydrate, there's no protein in there. And that's fine because baby could be getting those from lots of different sources, but we don't want to be overly reliant on any one of the macronutrients. So we want to keep, you know, kind of perspective here that if we're offering our baby a variety of foods, they'll naturally be getting the appropriate amount of fat. But babies do have a very high fat needs. Okay. And the reason why, you know, cow's milk is not appropriate as an infant milk for babies less than 12 months of age is because it's even whole milk. It's just much too low in fat. 
okay? And their, their stomachs are really tiny. We need to use that energy from a, a very fat, dense source like breast milk or formula. But then as your child transitions out and you're introducing foods, we do do a variety of carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. And oil is one way that we can help your baby get some of that fat, also make the food a little bit safer, certainly a little bit tastier. It also helps with some different cooking applications. So I hope you now feel a little more equipped to offer your baby a variety of different oils when you're making foods for baby led weaning. Like a lot of moms out there, I will totally admit I am quite type A. I am a total task master. And one of my weekly work tasks is to review the feedback forms that our new students in my program, which is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro, that they leave for us. So basically, this form asks a lot of questions about you and your baby and your baby's feeding and medical history, any concerns that you might have or fears about starting solid foods. And all of this data helps me when I'm answering parent questions inside of our weekly live office hours so I can then tailor my response to your particular baby and situation, right? Because it's not a one-size-fits-all approach when it comes to what your baby's eating, right? Because maybe your baby has an egg allergy or another mom in the program. She might really be struggling with how to make meat safe because she doesn't like to cook. So this week on the forum, there's a new mom named Janine, and she wrote, and this is her quote, I researched a lot on the internet, and I have a lot of books. I saw a lot of other baby-led weaning programs, but in the end, this is the one that I realized is what I'm really looking for as a new mom. I love that Katie's program has a community and that there are videos for everything you need to know and how to make the foods. And what I love the most is that there's already a meal plan ready. And this just like stopped my heart because this is exactly why I created the Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro program. I wanted to literally put everything that you need to know about starting solid food safely in one place with a super easy to follow 20 full weeks meal plan. Okay, there's 20 weeks because it's five foods a week. I want your baby to get to those 100 new foods before they turn one because I also know you have a lot going on as a new mom and hunting and pecking all over the internet to try to figure out what am I going to feed this baby? That is not the solution. So if you want to check out the Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro program, I would be honored to work with you and your baby. You can head to babyledweaning.co to get started and hopefully I'll be reading your feedback soon too.